Hey loves, welcome to the Tantric Activation Podcast with Sarah Rose, the number one podcast for men and women who want to become the most sexually confident version of themselves and have a relationship that is the secure foundation and fuel for every other aspect of their lives. Tantric Activation is for anyone seeking to optimize their potential. My name is Sarah Rose. I'm a world-renowned sex and relationship coach and the founder of Tantric Activation. On my website, tantricactivation.com, you can find information about my men's and women's coaching programs. On this podcast, I'll show you how to tap into Tantra to take control and transform your life into one that you're passionate about on every single level. Let's jump in. Down Hey loves, welcome to Tantric Activation. So excited to be here with you today and having another fun discussion. Um, Great topic today. We're going to be talking about, are you the CEO of your bedroom as well as the boardroom? We'll find out. My experience, (laughs) personal experience, is that most of the time the answer to that is No, but we will uh, go into this and see. I'll let you figure it out for yourself. Um, Oh my God, I just had to check something. (laughs) So um, I have this on video as well. I know those of you who are listening to it don't see the video, but uh, for like Instagram and and LinkedIn and Facebook, uh, we record video clips. So I just had to a quick moment of panic because so the other night I was actually I was teaching a class a live class and so I was on zoom and I had this moment where I was teaching and I was like oh fuck and I had to look over to make sure that uh, my vibrator was not on screen because it was in the video I'm sorry it was it was on the table next to um the where i was sitting and so now every time that i get on a live call i'm always like okay i've got to double check and make sure that you know my background space (laughs) is clear um but it was just funny because so this particular vibrator that i had out that day, it's one that I use several times a week. And the reason for it is because, so typically I don't really like to use vibrators um, because for me, they just make me less sensitive. And over time it causes issues with um, just basically like chronic masturbation uh, type issues that I know a lot of men experience when they're habitually masturbating in the same way all the time. And then they're unable to orgasm in other ways. So for me, that's what vibrators tend to do, decreases sensitivity. I can only get off with that vibrator over time. It's like less effective, has to be more intense. And that's just not what my goal is when it comes to my sexuality. So um, I usually don't even use them. But this particular one is pretty fucking cool because it actually does my Kegels for me as well. So it's like this old fashioned rabbit style uh, vibrator with the dildo insert. And then it has like the clitoral stimulation and the dildo part of it that I insert into my vagina. It, that 
part of it does kegels for me. So like I basically can just lay back and it's like contracting my vaginal muscles and I don't have to do anything. Like I can be pretty fucking lazy, which is awesome. And it just does it for me. And so I use this five times a week, 30 minutes a day. Um, and I'm a huge proponent of you all doing Kegels, you know, several times a week. It's really, really important for your sexual health to do these, um, these Kegels. And so this one's really nice because it makes sure that I'm doing it correctly because unfortunately, a lot of times people spend time doing Kegels and they're not actually doing them the right way. And then it's just a waste of time. And um, so this one's awesome because, you know, not only is it doing my Kegels for me, but I just also get to sit there and play with my clit and have some awesome orgasms as well. Uh, when, when, but you know, I have to, I can't use the, the vibrator on my clit five times a week for 30 minutes a day, as much as I would like to, um, or else I would just never be able to come another way. So, <laughs> um, but then, okay. So here's the funny thing that happened. I, I use that. And then I always have like all these different vagina gadgets that I get because I'm just weird like that, I guess. Like it's kind of my thing. Like, oh, a new vagina gadget. I better get that. Um, so I saw online this other way of doing Kegels and I thought it looked really cool. And so it has these like electrode things. I don't even know what they're called. I just like, when I've been to the chiropractor, he's like, put them on my back. And it's one of those things that kind of zaps you um, and contracts stimulates the muscle, I guess. So this does your Kegels for you in that way. So you like apply this externally and then it contracts your muscles and make sure that you're doing Kegels correctly. And so I thought, okay, cool. Well, I should try that one out. And if one Kegel vagina gadget thing is doing a good job, well, then two must be better, right? Of course, being um, a little bit over eager, I went that route. Instead of replacing one with the other, I decided two must be better than one. Well, unfortunately, what happened was I overextended my vaginal muscles. And yes, you can pull a muscle in your vagina which is what I did. And it really sucked because um, for a week, I couldn't really self-pleasure, couldn't have sex. I couldn't do any of my Kegels. I had to just literally lay off the pussy play for a whole week, which I don't like having to do that at all. Um, so, but that happened. And then thankfully, gradually, I was able to start back up again at a very low uh, intensity. I couldn't go the full intensity. I had to build my strength back up, uh, you know, let, let my body recover. Uh, <laughs> and then I, I didn't go back to the new one, the electrode one. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. I just made that up. I assume it's electrode, but it probably is something totally different. Um, anyway, so I just started that one back up two days ago, but I'm doing it instead of the original vaginal insert dildo one. Um, and I, I'm, I've only done it twice now, two days, and I think I'm actually noticing a difference. It might actually be better than the other one, but I'm not sure yet. I will let you know 
as soon, it, it, I've got to give it like three months to really be able to to give you a good answer on if it's better than the other one or not. But I mean, I hope it is because better is always better, right? Like if I'm going to do better Kegels, tighter pussy. Yeah, I'm all about that. So that's my funny story. Um, I guess that dildo, I don't, not having to, to worry about it being on screen as much anymore since it's, um, I'm going to, I guess, shelve it for a little bit and uh, see how this new one does. But I still may pull it out maybe on weekends. <laughs> I'm kind of like five days a week, Monday through Friday. So maybe the other one can come out on weekends. We'll see. But anyway, the real topic of conversation today is about the skill set that is required of CEOs. What I think is really interesting about this is how the skill set that is necessary of CEOs has changed in recent years. So I was reading an article in The Economist, and it was talking about the skill sets that you know, are typical of CEOs and have been for a long time. Things like being competitive, being ambitious and hardworking, impatient, self-confident, extroverted, charismatic, critical thinker. And all of those skills are still necessary for CEOs. But what is interesting is that they're now being required to also have additional skills uh, that are more inclusive. Um, things like having more empathy and interpersonal skills and social skills. And as I was reading through this article, I thought it was really great to see how society is shifting and changing, how, um, you know, I think it's really a reflection of a lot of the progress that we have actually made in society, that um, these skills are being required, not of just of CEOs, but, but in general, you know, in the workspace, that it's necessary to relate to people in a way of inclusivity. Um, but particularly, when we're talking about CEOs of massive corporations, it's really these, these people are making decisions and they're impacting society in a big way. They're impacting society financially, politically, in the workspace, you know, in the way businesses across the world are run. And so, but I couldn't help but notice how these skills that they're needing to have are also so closely connected to skills that are important to have in a healthy, thriving relationship. And so I wanted to talk about that because what I've really noticed over the years of, of working with men it's that, that are very successful in business is a lot of the time they will treat their partner, their wife, their girlfriend, as if she is um, an employee, really. And, you know, and it's, and they really compartmentalize their relationship. But here's the thing, guys, you cannot compartmentalize your relationship. Your relationship must be as big of a priority as work is. And if it's not 
I mean, and I get work has to be a top priority. It just does. Like when you are running businesses, when you have hundreds of employees, uh, you have to prioritize that. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but you also have to prioritize your relationship. And, you know, unfortunately, if you're working 18, 20 hour days, then how much time are you actually giving to your relationship? And it's really important to start to look at this, like you, you can't just have one part of your life thriving and another part that isn't thriving. Because if you're thriving at work, uh, but your relationship isn't thriving, it's really bringing you down. And it's, you're not, you may think, okay, I'm having success at work, but you're not going to be having as much success as you could. And you won't feel internally as happy. You won't be as, uh, you know, just having as much life and energy as you could if your relationship was really thriving. And so, when looking at these things that the CEOs are now required to have, things like ability to coordinate, ability to communicate, you're going to just, those will come a lot more naturally if your relationship is also thriving. Because if you are having arguments at home with your wife, um, or, you know, there's just strife between the two of you. If you're not having the sex that you need to have, then it's going to be really hard to go to work and have empathy for others. Um, it's going to be really hard to go to work and really want to communicate and collaborate with others. You're going to be, you know, going to kind of pissed off mood and you're not going to be as, as likely to to do really well in these areas so it's all tied together and for a lot of men the your mental muscle is something that you have strongly developed over the years and i like to look at at the way humans are made um, from the perspective that we actually have four different bodies and we don't just have one body. So imagine that you have your mental body, you have your physical body, you have your emotional body, and you have your energetic body. Okay. And so if you have spent all these years since preschool, developing your mental body. That mental body is probably very strong. And that is why you have gotten so much success in your career. And that's amazing. Your physical body usually comes second. Like that physical body is part of you that you know, when you make time, you go to the gym, um, typically to blow off some steam, release stress, that type of thing. Uh, you know, for most men that are working 18, 20 hour days, it's, it's a nice to have, like you don't have a whole lot of time to spend in the gym. I get that. Um, and so this, 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 uh, physical body comes second, typically after that third of importance or third that's given attention is the emotional body. So the emotional body, how you actually feel about things, that often is really, really shut down 
in men, especially highly successful men. And instead of paying attention to how you feel about things, you are burying yourself in work. When there's things going on at home that are triggering and upsetting to you, rather than feeling it, you'll work more, you'll work harder. And in order to avoid what you're actually feeling inside and this is really dangerous because when you don't feel it becomes stuck inside of your body all of these emotions become stuck in there and that's when depression kicks in and depression is really uh is is something that you all need to be watching out for because you know there's a lot of suicide like many men feel like suicide would actually be a better option for them um, than continuing on in the life that they're in and so this is your life on the line that we're talking about when we're discussing your sex life your relationships like it's really important that you get this part of your life handled under control and that you actually have this piece of your life that is likely missing right now the energetic body, especially in this society that we live in, uh, it tends to be the least developed body. And the energetic body is actually so important when it comes to sex. And so is the emotional body. So if you're wanting to have really, really incredible sex, it's developing the emotional body and the energetic body that are actually going to get you that. And so it's not a surprise that in a lot of highly educated, highly successful men that they're not having great sex because it's their mental and physical bodies that are developed and not their emotional and energetic bodies okay so you might say well the physical body what do you mean sarah like that's the body that we're using to have sex right absolutely and if all you want is to just you know fuck and get off and it's kind of like a quick two minute thing and it's very animalistic um no connection anything like that absolutely you're using the physical body but if you're wanting to have amazing, incredible sex that's adventurous, that's connected, that is intimate, that is satisfying, that fucking blows your mind, that you're walking around like, oh my God, I am the fucking king in the world. If that's the kind of sex you're wanting to have, that type of sex comes from the emotional and the energetic bodies. And that's the work that I do with men is I help them to strengthen those two bodies so that way they can really begin to have amazing amazing sex and this ties in to how you show up at work as well so when you are leading just from a place of your intellect um and you're not connected to these other parts of you you're not fully in your power because you're very compartmentalized you're not integrated you're actually lacking in areas of yourself whereas if you increase and i'm not saying to decrease your mental body continue strengthening that as much as you want to but additionally bring in these other pieces of you so you're more empowered so you're more confident so that way you are more successful in life in work and relationships and 
this helps you get to a state of self-actualization. And that's ultimately my desire is to help men self-actualize that you hack that you have it all. You actually have it all. Um, because a lot of times men, it looks from the outside, they have it all, right? It looks like it. It's uh, what I call it being the greatest shit showman, you know, <laughs> like from the outside, everything looks great, but behind the curtains, it's, it's a big fucking mess under there and behind there. And I want to help you really get your entire life in order. I want you to have every single aspect of you aligned and thriving where you are living the best fucking life that you could ever imagine that you know every single day when you go to bed at night that you fucking crushed it to the in the most optimal way that like every day you're like i couldn't have done any better like i fucking crushed it today and that's the kind of life i'm helping you create all right, lovers, I'll see you next week. Hey, it's Sarah again. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out the links in the show notes for everything we discussed in this episode and to find out more about how you can work with me. Until next time, lovers. Down tonight.